0: Plushcare.com slash loss
1: Good morning and welcome to this week's Blue Murder Club. And we have an ex- extra special guest on today and it's Cunt from Cunt and the Gang. You may know him from his fight to number one, Christmas number one. I think he got a top five here. We've fucked the Tories <laughs> and Boris Johnson is a fucking cunt. And
2: then I think the following year was Boris Johnson is still a fucking
1: yeah. you know. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant <laughs> music videos to that. Um he also is a children's author. He does bum face poo hands. He's just a brilliant guy, very, very funny. I think, quite dry without meaning to be. Yeah. Oh, absolutely perfection he was, wasn't he? A yeah. dream.
2: Yeah, we had a great time chatting to him. And he's got a podcast as well, hasn't he?
1: Yeah, he's got Acceptable in the 80s, which mm. if you haven't, check that out because that's absolutely brilliant as well. It's
2: really funny. You'll be so wetting funny. yourself. Yeah. He's yeah. a good one. Yeah,
1: so, hope you enjoy it.
2: And with that being said, Carol? Yes, we just like to say, if you are enjoying our podcast and you like what we do, please beg 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 please 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 tell your friends spread the love um we would really thoroughly appreciate it and head over to our patreon um
1: and check out all the extra content over there with ad free episodes plus extra little mini sodes me and kaz do and we just want to do a massive shout out to our patreons which are vicky hurst charlie reese brown Stuart Whiffin, and ali
2: moo thank you so much for your love and support thank you very much enjoy the episode today's episode of Blue Murder Club. My name is Carrie and I'm your host and I'm accompanied today by my very lovely beautiful co-host Lauren. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, missus. How are you? So excited. I'm, I'm alright as well, yeah, and oh, yeah, um, yeah, no, you did say, <laughs> you did say, and I didn't answer, you jumped in, and Sorry. I'm like, didn't answer the question. Uh, yeah, I'm alright, thank you, not bad at all. Good, good. Freezing to death, because Stuart said he'd set up the podcast room and didn't put the heater on. Never does. Duh. Never does. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm good as gold, I'm, yeah, good. same as you, I'm excited actually, because today we've got a very special guest um, accompanying us, haven't we? We have, they say never
1: meet your idols, however it's true we've got yeah
2: warning i should warning. put a warning on the, warning. the eager is coming out the big eager. time i'm like
1: sitting on the rocket like <laughs> we've got cunt here today hi hi hello hi yeah that's
2: really like
1: <laughs> See, I'm, <laughs>
3: I'm starting off small you don't start off too large <laughs> do, yeah?
2: <laughs> so yeah we have got Kay from k and the gang sorry lauren you're gonna to have to say because i that's can't okay. say it go on cunt C- from cunt and the gang that's it.
3: Lawrence cunting and you're k Your i You're
2: K-ing.
1: I'm k
3: So I'm K from K in the gang and the Ks. <laughs> when I talk to her, I'm cunt from Cunt the gang and the cunts.
2: It's the canuts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um,
3: Knut from Knut yeah. and the gang's, all right?
2: Canut, yeah. So, canut. <laughs> I can't do that
3: either. Cunt it, It's with a K. <laughs>
2: Uh you also do a podcast with Stu, don't you, called Accept All in the Eighties? Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. have any other podcasts that you do?
3: No, that's that's it. <laughs> just I mean that, one. that was mine and Stu's friendship was the last area of his life that he hadn't monetised.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's reading that bit as well, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Did he force you? Huh? Did he force you?
3: No, he just wore me down.
1: <laughs> no, to
3: be fair to him, like Stu mentioned about, it must have been 10 years ago about doing a podcast, when it was just after Ricky Gervais done his Ah, one, and we were sort of having a monthly boys beer, and he kept saying, we should do something, we should do something, and then, you know, of course, just never get around to it, and then he started the one with Chris, Mm. and I listened to that a couple of times, and I thought, oh yeah, that sounds like quite a good idea, and then, (laughs) like, yeah, eventually, like, we just sort of talked about, it was our 40-year anniversary of knowing each other, and so Mm. that's how come we ended up starting doing it, and every Mm. month we just talk about it's what genius. we were doing forty years ago. Well, that's how it started out, and now yeah. we just describe celebrities' genitals. Yeah,
0: it's
2: brilliant. It's a great, it's a great format, isn't it? Like you, <laughs> p- you pick a year. Sorry, a month. You go like, don't you? Monthly throughout the years from 1980 onwards. And yeah, up it's, to all, it's Yeah, now. it's always
3: the month that was forty years ago, and we talk about. Um. we were meant to be talking about the films and the music and what was going on <laughs> in the world, and largely we just yeah describing snooker players' yeah, genitals. It's
2: brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. How now did you get onto that? <laughs>
3: It's just, it, it, it gradually, <laughs> I gradually wore <wash> Stu down.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> every time you guys record, he's always just like swatting up and going, oh, you know, do you remember this show or that film, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. He never mentions snooker players in their genitals, to be honest. My favourite game is, yeah, good game. It kills me every time. <laughs> what it? kills it? me. So
1: he's got to say, good game or dangerous, dangerous, game. dangerous game. Yeah. <laughs> And they didn't just mention a celebrity and what oh. game you'd play with this celebrity. Oh, so okay. it's either a good game or
3: it's a dangerous game. Because is it to of do with pedos? Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. the Yeah, I yeah. Oh, God. If, uh, all, all the games are generally to do with pedos.
1: <laughs> it is, to be fair.
3: Or, or people that look like pedos. <laughs> yeah. Or people that might have been pedos but haven't been caught yet. Or if
1: they've got hair upstairs
2: or downstairs.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Pedo- yeah. Pedos
3: and pubes yeah. are largely yeah. the two, <laughs> <laughs> two scenes
2: we mine. It sounds so funny. It is brilliant. Oh, my goodness me. Yeah. And then obviously you have your, um, you put out records as well, don't you? You've got such a massive back catalogue of of, um, such funny stuff. You've done brilliantly. Well done. I'm pretty sure like there was about a month or two, a couple of years ago, and I literally just got the whole lot on YouTube. And I remember I was just, I was, you know, when you just get hooked on something and I just couldn't stop watching them and (laughs) just trying to find more and more because YouTube try and, Bury a lot of your stuff, yeah, like, yes. like, You know, because there's some like adult content on well, there.
3: I think largely they don't think any advertisers are going to want their product associated <laughs> with someone driving up and showing someone a picture from a wank mag.
0: Oh, oh true. don't.
2: Um, but yeah, even the titles are hilarious, aren't they? And um, I remember once I was I was in the gym and I was trying to like do like a record length plank. So I put on one of your videos on the floor and I planked over it, and because they're so absorbing and funny, I literally—I think I smashed that three minutes or something without even realising, because I was just absorbed in your videos. That's the
3: longest anyone has been planking over one of our videos. (laughs)
2: videos. (laughs) I can't remember which one it was. (laughs) Might have been about the travel lodge. Lonely
3: lonely plank in a travel lodge. (laughs)
2: Lonely plank. (laughs) That's brilliant. You're so quick. You're so good. There well, there's that one where our friend Tate is a murder victim. What was that one? I can't remember.
3: Oh, I was pissed out of my head. <laughs> <was it>? Yeah.
2: <laughs> I couldn't help it, I was pissed out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. so good. Have you have you watched any of them, Lauren? I've only
1: the recent ones, so last year you got number two, didn't you? Yeah. You, were, you always go a for number, Christmas
3: number oh, one num- now, don't you? Yeah, number five it was. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. At the moment you're number three in the charts, aren't you?
3: Well number three in the sales charts. Yeah. So, yeah. But um it was a. Uh, yeah, it was number three in the sales chart last week as well. We were number seven in the proper chart because it, all the amazing. sales get combined with the streaming.
2: God. Oh, cool. So, yes, because when you said sales, I was thinking, what else is there? But streaming
3: is... Yeah, yeah. streaming is yeah. like, like a, massive, yeah. a massive fucking thing. And when you're at the Christmas week, you're up against all the songs that people are streaming in the yeah. shops and yeah. cafes and when they have oh, their Christmas yeah. dinner. and So, like, that's why Wham and Mariah Carey are up there every year. because Not because people are buying it in, yeah. in droves, just because... They get on every Spotify playlist, you know, just yeah. get rinsed. Yeah,
2: that's true. And obviously, yours isn't going to get played in the shopping centre because it's full of swearing, is no, it? No,
3: or radio, or TV. <laughs> or radio. I or work in a shop. In I could <laughs> stream
2: it in the shop and just turn it down. No one would know.
3: Well, there you go. Well, there you go. It's <laughs> <You're sorted. laughs> Number one next year. Hey. Are you
2: going to have um, the new next year single yeah. on Loop in the oh, kit? Yeah.
3: Yeah, why not? What's what's your shop called? Oh, can you can you say? Oh, it's
2: a cherry shop. It's the Pyramid Centre on
1: the eighth. Hey. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you were in there. Yeah. Oh, that's good.
2: Yeah, say I do birds in there, but yeah, no one to know. Lauren, while we're on the subject mm-hmm. of where you work, could, would you mind sharing your story of the alternative oh. name for your work? Because it's a really funny story. I've oh, well, got just braxia quite
1: bad and dyslexia so my pre-annunciation is terrible dog yeah. and you
2: and you you got the accent and
1: i've got the accent it's dog shit
2: <laughs> so this bloke's rung us up and i've
1: let him i've begged him for about three months to change all our systems because it was really outdated and everything so they went all right then so i'm on the phone to the guy who's selling us this system he set it all up all gone through lovely got the stuff through We've got a problem. It's not the um, pyramid centre. It's the period centre. <laughs> but it's on our receipts. It's on everything. I've rung them up and said, we're not the period centre. They didn't question it, though, can't they? they done nothing. They let it go through. I had to wait three weeks for it to be resolved. My bosses was not happy. So we was the period centre for three weeks. we so all so the you receipts get... and everything, the period centre. Did you enough. get
3: all people turning up, blobbing on and that, like, <laughs> I'd looked it up they on didn't Google Maps.
1: It didn't say, oh, that's a funny name for a place.
2: <laughs> no, you just took it. Yeah, all right. <laughs>
1: period Centre.
2: It <up>. was <laughs> so funny when you told us that. So now we're like, how was your dad? How was your work at Period. Yeah. She's like, so, yeah. That's what I call it, though. But I answered the phone that I have to really think. And it's so hard because it's in my head. And I normally go, uh, the period, period, period. <laughs> yeah, can't do it. So bad. Uh, just thought uh, we could share that story because I think that's hilarious. It's very, yeah. very funny. So, Kate, we asked you to get on the podcast because we know that you are a massive fan of true crime. And obviously, I have, a morbid,
3: in... I have a morbid interest.
2: Yeah, because we were talking the other week, weren't we? You um, visited that museum that was on that dark tourist. The, yeah,
3: Little Dean Jail, the Crime Through Time collection. So good. It but, is, yeah it's, yeah, it's a very, very fucked up place to spend an afternoon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did it
2: open your eyes? Well,. <laughs>
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, no, it, it was it, some of it was quite challenging. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, they've got some weird, like, I mean, they've got some fucking crazy stuff in there. Like, there's lots of kind of far right sort of memorabilia to do with like the Oswald Mosley and the Black Shirts and the Nazis and the Ku Klux Klan. But there's also like, um, just like rooms to do with the Holocaust and mm. serial killers and. One of my favourite things was a condolences card, sorry for your loss, from Fred... (laughs) <laughs> Fred Rosen family oh, uh, That they No it wasn't one of the people they'd done in It was it was a bloke across the road Who died of an heart attack or something But you know you think fucking hell What a great bit of memorabilia oh, to have
2: It's funny that's to it. think of like mass serial killers Who have a normal To like go in a florist and order a bouquet yeah. And put a little card on it yeah. yeah, It's mental isn't it to think they did normal Or ordinary no, but that's things a, But that's
3: the thing you know like To lots of people Fred West, Fred West was just a local handyman
2: Yeah he was. Everyone was terrified of Rose Bowl accounts. They all knew they were, she was a maniac, but yeah, apparently everyone liked Fred.
3: Yeah, well he was cheeky, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah, cheeky Cheek. chap.
2: Everyone likes a handyman as well. So yeah, so obviously we was chatting about that, and I was just thought, oh, I'd love to get you on the podcast because there's lots you know. I'm sure you'd be able to educate Lauren and I about that oh, I'm
3: sure you'll educate me.
2: <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Um, so yeah, we obviously we sent you over a few, a handful of questions. Um, so the first question is, what would you say is your most interesting serial killer or crime?
3: What well, we just touched on it. Yeah, um, it's got to be Fred and Rose West. Mm. Like, just their their home setup was so fucking mental, yeah. and 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 also there's there's something about, you know, like cheeky Fred. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, obviously he's done, he
3: done he did do he did some terrible fucking things, but there's something just really cheeky about him. <laughs> And I can't help, like, I, you know, with, with my warped fucking mind. I I can't help imagining them in like you know like a faulty Towers, or rising damp style sitcom. <laughs> oh God! Where, yeah. where like they're the kind that, they're the constant, and then every week you've got this <laughs> rotating cast of characters coming. The, the, yeah, exactly. The lodgers and the African men who are visiting Rose. <laughs> Now the hilarious scrapes they get up to. Rose giving <laughs> Fred grief because there's there's a corpse down in the basement that he's meant to have buried last week, and the gas man's coming. You said you were going to wallpaper over that cupboard.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me! I can just Sorry. I can see it. I can see that it's going to be your next project, isn't it? It's so, going to be Fred and Rose the sitcom.
1: <laughs> as soon as she called him cheeky, I see it, and then I couldn't stop. No, seeing he's it. got
3: he's just got a cheeky. Oh. I'm mean, I know the things he did weren't cheeky, mm. but. I, I don't, there's something fascinating as well because didn't didn't he get a knock on the head that sort of changed mm. his personality? Yeah,
2: twice he did as a young man. Yeah, and it changed him.
3: Oh, what, so he was murdering people, then he got a knock on the head and stopped, <laughs> and then another one and started again.
2: <laughs> I think uh, I think he he had a really he was in a coma for about a week, yeah. wasn't he? He was very badly injured. In like brain yeah. damage, yeah, and then he recovered, got out, and then he was trying to like grope some girl at the youth club and fell off the roof, yeah, and done, and his, head again. done his head again.
3: That can happen if you overreach at a height, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like someone... Rod Hull.
2: Oh, dumb. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> But yeah, unfortunately, he didn't bump off Fred. He survived it, and then obviously it was brain damaged. And made not... him worse. Yeah, yeah, made him. Yeah, plus he had a bit of an odd upbringing, didn't he? That, like, he was his family was like incest was the norm.
1: Yeah, yeah
3: th- they both did, though, they didn't bonded hey? over they? They both
1: did, yeah. Well, the dad moved in, didn't he, down that road so he could be closer to Rose. Oh, really? could go and see her. Yeah. He was one
2: of her best clients, wasn't yeah. he? Rosie's dad.
1: Fucked up,
3: isn't
2: it? And Fred you to describe it as oh, I'd hear Rose's father making love to her. Yeah,
1: it wasn't <laughs> sex. He was making love.
3: Yeah.
1: All the time. That's how warped he was, and he honestly believed it, didn't he? Like, me, me and yeah. Stu
3: always talk about that on the podcast about people that made love. So, like, was he a very smooth guy, like in a Brian Ferry suit, like a pencil moustache? <laughs>
2: Fred looks like a bit of a hobo, though, doesn't he? Yeah. He's not exactly That's what she thought about
1: him, didn't she? She thought he was a hobo. When she first saw him, she thought he was a bit trampy, didn't she? And yeah. A bit, yeah. 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 But they bonded him... over incest, so <laughs> love wins, doesn't it, really?
3: Well, it's nice to have something in common. <laughs>
2: yeah, they had that in common <laughs> straight away. And both of their mothers were called Rosemary, I think. Yeah, both were named Rose, yeah. So, yeah, over those two things, they bonded and become a couple. Ooh. yeah have you been up to um
3: yeah when we 25? went to, when we went to the um little dean jail mm. uh museum uh we gloucester was like just literally five minutes down the road yeah. so we went uh went and walked through because it's all sort of knocked down and it? so mm. it's just like a little kind of walkway like very nondescript yeah. you'd never know anything went on down there. that's good um well i mean yeah it's,
2: so it's not going to become like a swine to fred or anything oh yeah i suppose yeah. I, I
3: suppose yeah but it, it's a bit it's a bit of a sort of anticlimax, really mm. um but um and and also it's sort of shocking what a relatively small space it is this little walkway mm. walkway through
2: many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care
3: you know because you sort of imagine he had that many bodies yeah buried on the property it was a big house
2: it was massive but think. but
3: it was kind of a town it, house, it wasn't, wasn't it, I think? but yeah but it, it wasn't on a big um plot no. you know um uh, it didn't have a big footprint mm. yeah. so you know he, he must have been pretty he must have been like playing tetris <laughs>
1: well it was when they found heather well when they thought they found heather the detective come out with, unless ever has got three legs, because they found a third leg in that shallow space. So well, With what had been oh going yeah. on in Fred's yeah.
3: family, she could have.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, so <laughs> he must have just been piling a mum. Mm. top Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he did, didn't he? Yeah. He was always building, wasn't he? Yeah. Always adding extensions and yeah. stuff and putting them in the foundations and whatnot. So. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so that's what fascinates you about the West's. I mean,
3: it's, it's the whole thing, that, you know, of 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 their their sort of fucked up relationship, you know, and like you say, the family relationships that led to it. Mm. his knock on the head, and the fact they kept it all at home, yeah, you know, and you know, I know, I know, he kind of buried a few few of his other victims in fields and stuff, but it was largely, once he actually started in Cromwell Street, he kind of kept most of it there, didn't he? Yeah,
2: you're right, he did. Yeah, yeah he yeah, did. Yeah, you're right. They didn't try... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. They didn't, like, drive out to the moors or anything and try to no. just bury them somewhere remote. They, they literally kept them there. Yeah. Do you reckon mm. that's why they didn't
1: get caught for so long?
2: Perhaps...
3: I mean, like they had a lot of they had a lot of girls going through there, didn't mm, they? Mm-hmm. And like that—that's that, that's the thing that's shocking is the amount of people that ended up there and never um, and never left. Like it's fucking chilling, yeah. Mm. You know that no one noticed, and it just makes you realise how people fall through the cracks yeah. in society. You know, and we don't look after people properly, no, and that's yeah. that's why that happened is because you know. Yeah, people aren't looked after properly, you know, yeah. and end up in that fucking lonely situation where they go to someone like that for help, and mm. hey, it's bleak and yeah. it? it's fucking bleak when you mm. get can't get, get it Nah, it. no, it's rubbish. It's yeah. Really rubbish.
1: The, this episode we recorded on the West when it was one of my worst. The mm. more we were talking about it, in the end, I was just like squatting down. I'm done. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna do no more. I can't. I can't, I can't handle it. No, it's it's
3: horrible, but then that's that's part of the thing. I think that piques your interest in it. Mm. Is it just makes you feel something? It might, yeah, you know it does. And the, the revulsion and uh, and you know and and just the unusualness of what yeah. what actually fucking went on yeah. is, is what is interesting about yeah. it. You know, and you think fucking hell, like not only had you how do you kill someone once, but how do you kind of get to the stage where that's just everyday life. Yeah. Because it was for them, wasn't it? Yeah. It was just a, a dull, twisted, fucked up routine. Yeah. That that they, they just carried on for years and years. It's
1: true. Do you think
2: it was for any gratification as well they done it?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: That is why they did it, wasn't it? Yeah. But I was thinking like they did it in quite in like a it was like they were killing women a lot weren't they in the 70s and then it calmed down it ended with heather in 87 mm-hmm. and then they just never did it it was like heather was the end up something happened when they killed heather to stop them killing anybody else didn't yeah. it or maybe he just ran out of space or didn't have the inclination anymore i'm not sure how can you stop that though i don't know that's what i mean but they did maybe they...
3: it was just he ran out of space he couldn't get he couldn't get planning permission to build to anymore build
2: anymore and just ran out of space i don't know <laughs> but um yeah he was it is a good case i love that case you didn't like it at all but i was you absolutely loved it, yeah. loved it yeah it's horrible it's sad especially the the age of some of the children that he killed i mean there was 15 year olds but you yeah. had
1: the cheeky one i had fucking rose the dirtbag one
2: yeah but we both had the victims <laughs> Oh yeah, I did have cheeky, I yeah. did have cheeky friends. Yeah, I did look Do into it. Do you remember friends.
1: when you heard about it, or was it one of the first crimes you heard of? Or
3: nah, no, no, because I, I sort of already had, already had a bit of interest uh, in, you know, I, I, I don't know where it started really. I used to work at a, um, work at a newsagents, and the murder case. There was like a, a series of magazines called Murder Casebook, and if they didn't sell. Uh, you tear the front cover off, that'd get sent back to the uh, the publisher yeah. and then the the rest of the stuff all just got you know just got chucked in the bin. And so I used to take these murder case books home and you know, got got like pretty much all the set without nice. the front covers. <laughs> uh, it makes you sound like a on Don I and mean, had to <laughs> throw them away so my mum didn't see it. But um <laughs> But yeah, just started reading, you know, it was like fucking <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer and Lord Luke and, and uh and uh, and then once you had once yeah Dennis Nielsen and Peter yeah. Sutcliffe and how at, old was you? Uh, seven. I
1: was gonna
3: say <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I, I was like a teenager, okay. uh, you know, working just working my first part-time job, you know, at the newsagents. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. And so yeah, just I, I think probably it's probably from there, but like also you know my my dad uh, worked on building sites and uh, my uncle was like building surveyor so they would come round and tell the most awful sick jokes like all through my childhood like really fucking terrible jokes and so I think I just became desensitised yeah. to stuff like quite early yeah. and I mm-hmm. think that's probably to blame for how I've ended up doing what I do. <laughs> 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 oh that's
2: brilliant. Yeah so um best crime no one's heard of
3: um right now I think I might have found one that you haven't heard of actually. Ooh. So there was a guy who uh uh I I did this album of French Songs, right? Well which were well, my songs translated into French, but this French bloke, uh, S- uh Seb, uh said, I can translate a load of your songs if you want to record them in French. So I said, <laughs> Well yeah, great. And like I did French at school, so I have a rough idea, but a bit of it was like being Jackie Chan, me just <laughs> repeating this stuff that he'd written in a roughly French oh, accent. Brilliant. But one of the things he did was he replaced all the English cultural reference points with French ones. And in one of the <laughs> songs, I mentioned Ian Huntley. <laughs> and uh, he replaced it with this French bloke called Jean-Luc Cahier, who I'd never, never heard of. And so he sent me all these lyrics over and I was going through and I thought, all oh, right, never heard of him. So put him into Google and there's nothing about him in English. Yeah. But there's a French Wikipedia page, which you can just click translate to English, oh, and right. it gives you this kind of broken English version of it. So, this bloke, John luc Kaye, right? He's a care... So, I've, I've written some notes no, I there, so, so, so I'll remember it. it, right? He's the caretaker of a block of flats in France, right? Uh, in his late 40s. Mm-hmm. He sees one of the young female residents regularly having a male visitor when she's out. Right? Uh, right, sorry. Right, so, he's the caretaker of a block of flats in France, and he sees one of the young female residents regularly having a male visitor. Right, so when he's out, he lets himself into her flat and he goes through the bins to find used condoms full of of jizz, right? Which he takes and he keeps in his freezer, right? A few weeks later, (laughs) it takes a very dark turn. It's it's, it's cheeky Fred West at the moment, isn't it? Jizz popsicle, right? Oh, (laughs) that sounds like an 80s film, lemon popsicle.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what the cast of
3: Lemon Popsicle (laughs) were doing in the late 80s. So a few weeks later, this Jean-Luc Kay, he lets himself into the flat of another young female resident, takes her prisoner, rapes and murders her. Right? He shaves his pubes off so he don't leave any DNA and he gets the jizz from the Johnnies he stole and uses a syringe to squirt it in her mouth and up her chuff. Like, in effect, framing someone else for a murder.
1: But that sounds quite genius of him.
3: Well, he's a clever guy. But, <laughs> so the girl's mum finds the body, obviously fucking distraught, calls, calls the police. They do a search, and the first thing they find out is Jean-Luc Kaye had two previous convictions for rape and had done nearly 20 years in prison mm-hmm. for it. And so they pick him up. Then they do all the tests, you know, the DNA yeah. tests on the girl's body, find out it's not his geez, But they're so suspicious of him, they don't let him go. And in the end, they keep him for so long that he just confesses to it.
1: Jesus. Blimey. Yeah, But what evidence would they have, though?
3: He's, he, he, oh, because he, he confessed. He confessed in yeah. the end. But also, I mean, <laughs> I think... It, so, reading back, the first time he got convicted... I've gone down a fucking Wikipedia rabbit hole today. <laughs> the first time he got convicted yeah. for rape, he only got convicted because after he raped the girl, he talked her through all his tattoos. And he had one with his first name on, oh, and so God. she was able to identify him. And I think he done like eight years or 12, 12 years yes. for it, and then well, come straight. Then, was no, he came no. straight back out, got released, and done another rape and went to prison for it. So I think, like for West, he weren't a genius. No,
1: no, oh God, but honey. he did come up with that. So I'm quite.
3: It's pretty shrewd, isn't it. But yeah. I think I think he got it from an episode of NCIS. <laughs> or, no, seriously, no, seriously. I think that's no. I, I think that's that was one of the things they said. He, <laughs> He'd got the idea from. <laughs> People get a lot of ideas for crimes off TV shows, don't they? Yeah,
1: they it's must do. Yeah. You need to send me over this French um, work. Where can I find it?
3: Uh, Just if, if you put Jean-Luc Caillé in the... No, it...
1: your oh, French Oh, my French, my French album.
3: Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll sort you it out.
1: Yeah, I need to hear it because it sounds brilliant. <laughs> I, it's just, just mental. <laughs> <laughs> Should we put on a picture of him with one of them songs over the red? <laughs> yeah. On closed captions. Yeah. So... What's your best true crime TV recommendation?
3: Well, I mean, like I've done done like the Dharma stuff on Netflix, yeah. which was like, yeah, quite bleak. Um, but it, if I if I'd recommend one thing, I went on a bit of a uh, bit of a rabbit hole in lockdown. Mm-hmm. And have you seen? I mean, you obviously have uh, World's Most Evil Killers. Yeah, so it's like a documentary, mm. and. Um, Narrated by Fred Dinage and each each hour each hour episode has got this, you know, the woman who's the kind of criminologist, the kind of slightly uh camp guy who's who's the author, uh, true crime author, and they just talk you through with like these crap reconstructions that are kind of they've never got quite enough footage. So they show you the same one in slow-mo or backwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I just yeah I just really like that format. Oh, and, and there's a bloke who's like the forensic pathologist. Yeah, he's like the first TV he's ever done. And he's really fucking nervous. <laughs> he's he's clearly shitted himself every every episode. But I, I quite like them because they're sort of done in an hour, you know, or forty seven minutes or whatever without the adverts, mm. and you kind of get a real overview of what yeah uh, of of what the what the people have done. And I found out some quite interesting things as well. There was a Belgian serial killer there. I'm trying to think what his name was. Mark something. But he, he abducted abducted two girls and kept them and would visit them and, you know, interfere with them and just feed them crumbs of food. But like, he kept them for ages. He was a fucked up guy. And then I think he did it to two others who escaped. But I think he became so so renowned, you know, in, in Belgium that apparently loads of people that shared a surname changed their name. Really? Yeah, but it's just loads of stupid yeah. little stupid little facts like yeah. that. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that series. Yeah. And they did one, did like a Britain's Most Evil Killers as well.
1: Weren't there one, the, um, I'm thinking of an American one, and it was a girl at the beginning. She was just off the hinge. Like, I couldn't keep up with it because she was well, smiling and up And then in hysterical, <laughs> like she was on, I think, death row or something. She killed her boyfriend and maybe her lover or something. But she was so unhinged, I just couldn't keep up with her
3: oh I don't know
1: no it might
3: not be that one maybe. oh no I don't fucking know I've, I've got a brain like a fucking scrambled egg like I, honestly I can watch something and two days later I've got no it. fucking memory about it that's yeah. why I've got all these notes here. Just I like so I think,
2: it
1: prepared
3: well just so I don't forget anything it make me look like Alzheimer's <laughs> nan
2: did you watch that one that was on recently um, on Prime about Keith and Patricia Hunt I think um, no I didn't know that was that was quite a big one on Prime about a month ago and um, it was a similar thing. So they did actually have the mat. Like he'd killed his wife but denied it and he got off with it. And it was quite a big case in the 80s. Might be in the 90s. And um, But yeah, just to touch on that, they the policeman who they interviewed who was working the case at the time wouldn't stop smirking. It was so weird. <laughs> and I'm going to show her, why won't he stop smirking? Like every time the camera's on, he was literally like beaming from ear to ear. And he was talking about murder. And it was so weird. And I was going, like, do you think? <laughs> I-, I hope he's just nervous in front of the cameras and he doesn't do this day to day. Can you imagine if you're trying to talk to his policeman because you're in the middle of some murder? Thing I've got you- some
3: terrible news for you.
2: It's great for me to hear. Literally, you have to watch it. I couldn't believe it. He wouldn't stop doing it. But yeah, some people aren't getting in front well, of the camera. Perhaps he saw
3: Eric work for Boris Johnson delivering bad news with a big smirk on his <laughs> oh, face.
2: <perhaps>. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Oh. But yeah, that um, Britain's Most Evil Killers, I just was flicking through telly the other night and I come across it and you know, you just think, oh, I love these, I can't stop watching yeah. them. And it was the Tracy Andrews one. Oh, was it? So good, <gasps> yeah. Because oh, I did chocolate. watch it when we researched it mm-hmm. and uh, I just watched it again because it's brilliant. Do you remember Tracy Andrews? Yeah, of course, yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> We've had big jaw.
3: She's out now, though, isn't she? Yeah. And
2: married. Someone
1: is brave enough to marry it. But she had um, a face change, didn't she, on the NHS? That's another thing that I hate She had plastic surgery. She did a
3: Maxine Carr.
2: Yeah, Yeah. she's changed her name a few times. But every time she does, I think the papers find out and they put it all (laughs) (laughs) all over the internet. (laughs) <laughs> but she does look different because she's not blonde anymore so you can kind of like yeah but yeah what, but, yeah, colours, what colour has she got now black she's got brown or black like a yeah. dark brown isn't yeah. it yeah so she looks completely different mm. but quite arshy, still she. got that jaw yeah, yeah. <laughs> that jaw right there nowhere she's probably still it. got that temper yeah I wouldn't <sighs> bloom well sleep next to a woman who'd done that to her boyfriend that's for sure but <clears throat> that's yeah. me so yeah so you'd recommend those ones did you like the Jeffrey Dahmer one
3: yeah I did, yeah. Mm. I yeah, I, good, st- I did, did the whole drama and then got about halfway through the um the tapes, but to just dipped out of bit it. It's dry,
2: it? I, w- yeah. I would like if they put them tapes on audio because I wouldn't mind listening to them because there's nothing to see on the tapes, is there? Yeah. That's the trouble. It's boring like to watch. I've watched That's the That's your imagination. <laughs> see, I have all
3: these great things going on with us. <laughs>
2: they just keep showing the same photographs and things like that. And you're just like, oh, just put it on Spotify and I'll listen to it. that will be a lot better. I
1: watched the tapes before the Dharma series was out and before the film was out. And... I preferred the tapes over the series. Yeah. Because it was more factual. The same with the Bundy. they done mm. exactly the same thing with that. So they released the Ted Bundy tapes yeah. before. So I watched that one and it's just got a bit more that you don't really see in the series.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I will definitely go back to it, but it's yeah. just like, I only get where oh, I'm trying. Drags it out. I just don't have enough time to kind of watch everything. Mm. Yeah,
1: so that when he gets the uh, drill through the
3: head. Yeah, I mean that's that oh, was that, that like, that's the most fucked up bit of the whole oh, whole thing. I think it
2: mm. done me. Yeah, it's horrible. That isn't That bit, yeah, that
3: is feel really bad. Yeah, Eesh. that's the that's the thing that oh wait when people go like oh so what did Jeffrey Dahmer do yeah. like right mm. well you yeah <laughs>
2: on that episode of um. Dark Tourist because you put me onto that as well, so, oh, well I know that it's that not series. it's kind of true crime Dark Tourist isn't it
3: I, I haven't actually seen that but I was only I only knew <laughs> yeah. that the little Dean Jow had been featured exactly on that. yeah because
2: yeah. you mentioned it so I watched it and I saw the little like the bit when he went and visited the jail and um, he also visited Jeffrey Dahmer's lawyer oh, right. so that is on that series on yeah. that Dark Tourist as yeah. well and again yeah he's got like little drawings and doodles and Letters and all sorts of stuff, which yeah. a lot of people pay a lot of money, I think, to get their um. hands on. Um Yeah, so that, that is quite good. I know yeah. it's not, I wouldn't say Dark Taurus is actually true crime, but a lot of the stuff that he looks at is actually yeah. crime-based, yeah. isn't it? Have so you, um Have you seen Evil Genius?
3: Nah.
1: That's a really good one if you get a chance to watch that one.
3: Oh, really? It's
1: about this woman, she's fucked up, and there's this guy in his um special needs, and he walks into a bank with like a dog collar on him. And he's trying to rob this bank. And the banker, like, what's the saying? It's not quite right yet. And he picks up a lollipop, starts sucking it, trying still to rob this bank, walks out, and he's like, I've got a bomb to my neck. And they're like, what the fuck? And then within five minutes, I think, of the opening, the collar blows up and he's dead. And then it goes from there. You've got to watch it. So what's that, like a drama? No. It's real life.
3: What, like a documentary? Yeah,
1: documentary. It's called Evil Genius.
3: So what's that on then?
1: Netflix. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah,
3: you've got to watch it. That's a documentary? Yeah. What, actually, real life, well, it actually no, happened? It, yeah, it
1: happens in
2: real life, yeah. It can't be Right, no,
1: now you're making me... No, it's not a documentary, but it's... Is makes... it a
2: dramatisation of something oh. that happened?
1: Yeah, like they've got all the officers, kind of mm. like... Yeah,
2: I know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
3: Yeah. And they're yeah. like,
1: just retelling the story. Yeah. Did you see the other one? What was the other one called? Oh, about the alien abduction...
3: Oh, the, what, the fellow? who was, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah, that like funny that. one.
3: He was, yeah. wrong, he was a wrong He
1: wasn't he? Oh, my God, he was. And she still, I said, it breaks my heart because she still, like, when she's talking about these aliens, she still believes that they're true.
3: Oh, it's fucked up, isn't and it? it?
1: bad?
2: I don't like it. I really don't like it. Do you listen to any true crime podcasts or anything like that?
3: No, I just don't really listen to podcasts because yeah. just... I don't, I only drive to five aside and back. That's the only place i go other than, other than when we're gigging and then like yeah. the lads, the lads are there. So true, yeah, yeah I'm just, really I'm, yeah, no, I'm just sort of I'm trying to do music most of the time. Yeah. So like podcasts just ain't, yeah, just don't really get a chance. Do you
2: read any true crime books or anything? I know you said you used to read the magazines when you was a youngster. I, I
3: do, I, I do, yeah. But mm. I, I kind of, I, I'll sort of go between, um, I, I, so probably last one, I'm trying to think of the last one I read. Would be the what's the one about the Ripper? Um,
2: I was going to say you quite like you're quite interested oh, wi- in the Yorkshire it, Ripper, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, was it
3: called Wicked Beyond Belief? Mm. And there was a couple of revelations in that, like about the.
2: Did he write it himself, or did some? Did he have a biographer? No,
3: no, it was like a like a, a, a biography, but it was also sort of suggesting that maybe it, there was you know quite a few murders that he did that didn't he didn't you know yeah. that they didn't pin on him. And I sort of think mm. they, they do do that with serial killers, don't they? Mm. Like once they've got got their core ones, they yeah. just don't bother with the other ones. Yeah. Once they've got that do, person, like, when they've got that person yeah. away, because like you know, right. the police are, only have so much. Isn't yeah. It?
2: yeah, you're right. And then they're gonna he's gonna get the same amount of prison time whether he's killed ten or twenty people. Yeah, obviously they. Can use the resources to catch the next mm-hmm. bad guy I suppose can't yeah. they but yeah. but yeah in the meantime there's lots of families out there that haven't had that closure because when we watched Des I think it was Des yeah. about, um
3: Dennis Nielsen,
2: Dennis Nielsen, they did that with his crimes didn't they yeah. they didn't bother with some identification because they already had him for those yeah. so again they could have they could have done it by like dental yeah. records and stuff but they just didn't really have the resources and yeah it wouldn't have made any difference to his sentencing from their point of view but yeah yeah, you're right, yeah.
3: He, he was another one who was quite like Fred West uh, in that just preyed on, you know, lonely people and, mm. and people yeah. that were on their own and had no traceable yeah. relatives and... Mm. Yeah, he worked in he, the job fucking, centre, didn't he? So he yeah. knew
2: exactly who didn't have a job and who didn't have anywhere to live. Already, <laughs> yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, he preyed on them, didn't they? And we went to the Duncan... The Admiral, Admiral Duncan, Duncan the, didn't yeah. we? The pub and the, okay. that's where he used to get quite a lot of his victims from. Yeah. And we was just passing it and we was just like, Oh come on, let's go in and let's we Let's go in. You yeah. love the gays anyway, don't I you? Do. You love the drag queens <laughs> and stuff, there was drag actons. But it was just wicked just to be a part of that little oh. piece of history. That yeah. pub's still there and it's still yeah. thriving, even after what has been through.
3: So is flats and stuff still there?
2: It <clears throat> must be. Because he used to, didn't he, that's how he
1: disposed. Wasn't he it? was on the top down floor the, um, flat, yeah, so
2: they down would the de- drains, Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I reckon it is, you know, because they would have had to demolish the whole house, and he was only on the top floor. Yeah, flat wasn't he? Look well, he's gonna
1: go and find it tomorrow.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Do I have
0: <ever> selfie?
1: Find a drain.
0: I
3: found the I found the Rippers when I was touring in Yorkshire, Did and uh, went I had a little had a little afternoon uh before a gigging in went and done the rip little selfie in front of the Rippers Gaff. God, and God, another yeah. one in front of uh Karen Matthews uh house on, on oh, the Jews Morris Day.
2: There was a little um documentary about that actually, wasn't there, a couple of weeks ago I watched that. Oh yeah. They recreated it, didn't they, with actors and stuff. Yeah. Um God oh, proper case, isn't it? It's so weird. Um I, d- I didn't really pay much attention at, at the time, but she was gone for ages, weren't she? It was quite a long time. It was a few weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was absolutely ages. But yeah, it baffles the mind what people will do for a few quids, wouldn't
3: it? <laughs> it didn't make her much, did it?
2: Probably not in the long run after she had to pay all legal fees. <laughs> <laughs> but Yeah, Paul Shannon, I wonder how she's getting on.
3: She's alright. Couldn't like she's no worse off than she would have been. Would have surely, been, fucking yeah. hell. Yeah. Karen Matthews is another one like Tracy Andrews who they won't yeah. let her disappear. We'll like, no, like, you know she's she's always pictured with black hair and <laughs> yeah. she's she's married a pedo, isn't she? Oh, <laughs> oh, is she? she? Yeah.
2: Fucking hell. So she's out of prison, is she now?
3: Oh yeah, she's been out. She's been out for years. She? Like she's been out longer than she was in. Yeah, she oh,
1: didn't oh, have a long right. sentence,
2: did she? No. Well, I suppose she didn't kill anyone, did she? She was trying to fool everybody weren't she she was just get, trying to get a few quid weren't she
3: yeah
2: I think she saw how much money the McCann's were getting and thought she'd have a slice of it <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> inspiring though wasn't <laughs> it <laughs> we all thought oh how, how could we make a few quid I'd <laughs> love got, a fun to go on holiday you have got a child
2: <laughs> <laughs> god oh it's just it's crazy when you start talking you read this stuff and it goes in one in and when you start literally talking about it you realise just how bonkers some yeah. people are don't you um right, so I think we're down to our last question, which is um, did you come across any local murders or crimes?
3: Well, do you know what? I've I've g i have i have went down a rabbit hole as well today, uh on, on local murders, because um I remember my mate when, when I first started making music sort of in like the late eighties, um my mate who who lived in the Chadwell flats and had this little home recording set up, he had this song called Vodka Pat and it was all about a woman's body that was found in suitcases at Pig's Corner when it was like a... It used to be like a bakery and it was derelicts and, and, yeah, this woman's body was found in suitcases and she was identified as like a local sort of good-time girl called uh, who everyone knew as Vodka Pat. Vodka and Pat. I don't think they found who did it. So I was sort of having a little Google to see if there was any more about that and Googled Vodka Pat and I found a really fucking bleak thing that happened recently. There was nothing about the Vodka Pat murder. So... Right, so, sorry, I, I just want to check check my notes to get this straight. So, this is a recent story. If you Google uh, vodka pat murder, yeah. right, this bloke uh, in Wales, he's 29 years old, he's an ex-rugby player, and this was the new, This was like the top news hit, um, murdered this old guy in his house, right? So, the rugby player, he'd become an alcoholic, and he'd gone to Alcoholics Anonymous, and they'd set... Set him up with this guy as he's what what do they no, call it, like sponsor. your sponsor, sponsor so your sponsor mm-hmm. right and this old guy um was basically a a, a pedo oh, and a wrong one. and so what he started doing was making this guy turn tricks on him for bottles of vodka and so <laughs> Sorry. The, 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 the rugby player went round and sucked him off for a bottle of vodka oh and went away with a vodka, got himself drunk and obviously <laughs> thought what the fucking hell's become of my life. So I went back round there, put the door through with a concrete garden ornament and then stove the bloke's wow. head in.
2: Jeez. Yeah.
3: Jeez. Oh my so I only God. found out about that, searching for vodka. <laughs> oh, <laughs> vodka pack, but like, <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah.
1: Jesus, what a story. Bloody, when did that happen? Did you say? Did you Re- say? Like recently, like, recently.
3: Like, like in the last in the last couple of years, I think. Oh my God. Wow. But yeah, that was the top hit for it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to Google Fugkapet murder Pett. now. Yeah, just to see what comes up when I look. Did you try at Pigs Corner? Was it called yeah, Pigs Corner?
3: Yeah, yeah, try, tried all that. Mm. because it's like an old people's Shoot complex, is there now? now.
2: About
1: it in his episode he, his
2: couldn't he couldn't anyth- find any. He wanted it. to do that case and he couldn't find anything about it either.
3: No. Any
2: funny? Mm
3: I suppose it would have. Been, I mean, it was a long time before the internet, so it would have been probably like seventies or, or early eighties, mm. I, I guess.
2: Yeah, but you think it'd be there somewhere in the archives, like Gazette Online or something? But
3: yeah, but the thing is, if it ain't on the first two pages of Google, it's lost. Yeah, yeah. Know, it's that's lost true. For, lost that's forever. True.
2: That's true. I know. It's where you get to the third page, you know.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure we see microfiche at the local library, <laughs> but like, ooh, ooh, ooh.
2: <laughs> I might do it one day, you know. I'm intrigued by this case. and find vodka pet for us. Yeah, why not? I'll do it before they rip the library down. And it's lost forever.
3: So has anyone round <laughs> here um, talked about the Danielle Jones case?
2: We've done a Patreon on Danielle, oh. haven't we? But no, <coughs> nobody's talked about her Bleak. case Well, no. that we've had on the podcast.
3: Nice. No, I mean, it's, it's horrible and rubbish, isn't it? Mm. Oh. But he, he's... Up for parole now, are not he? Oh, yeah. Is he? Yeah, like he's like last month. I think he could be cons- considered for parole now. Mm. Fucking
2: hell! I think even his own brother, though, is doing his best to keep him inside yeah. until he discloses where he's left Danielle's body.
3: What's the deal with that? Do you have to? Is is there is there a law now where you have to disclose they're where they're fighting
2: the... for it? Aren't they? Or it's is called it it's called Helen Helen's Law, and it is out there, but. All it, it means the parole board have to take into consideration that they haven't disclosed where the body is. It, it's not it's not binding that they're not allowed out until they disclose it, but it's nearly there. Yeah. It's, it's, I suppose there has to be flexibility. I don't see why. Because he's it.
3: never admitted it, has he?
0: Mm.
2: No, he hasn't. And he would be out by now if he just admitted it and said where her body was and showed some remorse. He's, mm. he's cutting off his nose despite his face. Yeah. You? But by all accounts, that's what he does. He's a control freak. And that's like his last little piece of control is not letting her mum and dad know where where he's put her. But
3: But you're not a rational individual if you end up...
2: Yeah. Doing
1: that, yeah, exactly. Doing that in the first place. Mm. All his family, though, didn't they? They had no contacts with him Mm. prior, so they all must have known what he was about. It was more... um, He was married into the family, wasn't he? It was all them... Like, that was Danielle's family. Mm. And he had... There was suspicions, but not enough for him to obviously be looked on. Yeah. But like he would make horrible remarks, like he'd be sitting next to her and her dad would just catch something. Yeah. Just a nasty piece of work. Nasty, a bit nasty too sexy man. for his own good, he wasn't was, he? He was, <laughs> he was. He had a little business card, didn't he, called Cinderella's. He was um, a photographer. And he oh, right. A, I, I, I yeah. yeah. He, he,
3: but he'd, he'd sort of done that before, hadn't he? Yeah. Like, taking teenage girls captive and...
2: Taking pictures Mm. of him, yeah. Yeah, he'd already done prison time for doing it, yeah, for like kidnapping and stuff, young girls. So yeah, he already had form, but he didn't tell his missus when he married her, and so they didn't know.
3: I I probably wouldn't, if I'm honest. (laughs) 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 If you're trying to impress
2: someone, (laughs) would you put it on your Tinder profile? It's
3: good to have oh a bit of mystique in your relationship, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, I
0: It's
2: yeah. right. true. Oh, God, help us. So, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Apart from, we have a little fun quiz. Do you want me to do it? Or you got it? I've got... You, you're going to have to help me because right. I always mess it up. So, when we, when we had Gail Porter on our podcast, she told us about this game you can play called Meet, Marry, Murder. Uh-huh. And so we're going to give you three people that you've mentioned in your podcast today and you've got to say whether you'd like to meet them, marry them or murder them. Bingo. Now, I'll tell you the three people. So Fred and Rose is one. Jean-Luc Carrier is another one. And Vodka Pat is the other one. So out of those three, who would you like to meet, who would you like to marry and who would you like to murder?
3: Well... (laughs) I think I'd like to meet. I'd like to meet Fred and Rose. I lose mm.
2: going for Fred. Cheeky Fred. Yeah, have a pint. Yeah, Can't have a pint with Cheeky Fred.
3: <laughs> He'd give you a lift round there in his van, wouldn't oh, he? Oh,
2: I wouldn't go in his van.
3: <laughs> Just don't go in the back. No,
2: you'd be safe in his van. Rose and
1: her dad would be in
2: the back. You'll be all right <laughs> <laughs> on oh, the mattress.
3: Well, you might be going somewhere nice with her dad. Like he's, he makes love, so he's clearly he's taking you out for dinner somewhere posh. Isn't he? Up, up west. Fred West. Up west. <laughs> um, yeah, so meet, meet Fred and Rose. I mean, you, you'd have to meet them just to fucking see this. I mean, to be a fly on the wall in their house just on an average day.
2: Yeah, I know. The fact that she worked in the house as a sex worker. She had her own room, didn't she? And mm-hmm. he used to hide in the wardrobe and videotape. Oh.
3: <laughs> he was a busy boy, though, wasn't he? Like, <laughs> he was he's a jack of all the... tree. You can't <laughs> knock his, he's
2: his, about. Work, his
3: work ethic. <laughs> oh, did, he, did he come out wearing a fake beard, fake beard with, his, with a little hand?
2: Well, he had a beard. Didn't he have a beard? No, I don't know. No, you're him. thinking
3: his hair was so fluffy. <laughs> yeah. If his yeah. head was on upside down, yeah. it would look like one of these yeah. modern beards.
2: Yeah, his hair did look like a beard. That is true.
3: Um, And I'm not going to marry Jean-Luc Caillé, The man's a fucking pervert. So I'd have to murder him Mm. and I'd marry Vodka Pack (laughs) because I've got that white knight syndrome where I could take her away from all that.
2: (laughs) I would agree with that. I think I'd do exactly the same. I would definitely love to meet. I'd love to meet Fred and Rose, but I'd be shit scared of Rose. Rose is so scary, isn't she? Yeah, I
1: wouldn't like to meet him. Like terrifying. Yeah. I
3: think you two would have been in the target audience for once they get you round the house. Mm.
1: Yeah, they they scare the fucking life out of me.
2: Yeah. So I think I'd have to go for the French guy. So what, you'd meet you'd meet him. Who'd yeah. you marry then, Fred?
3: And- if, if you, no, no. you oh, met him, you'd bad bad be lying and there and with him. someone else. He's Jeez, up, your yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Right, <laughs> hang on.
2: We did a podcast a few months ago about Delroy Grant, the night stalker. Oh, Do you yeah. remember him? Yeah. And he had a very similar plan of action to what your French guy had done. Well, he was his was alibi, wasn't it? He said that when he was married, like 20 years before he was caught, his wife had surreptitiously... Collected his semen. Why do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Kept it refrigerated for 20 years and then went around Squirting and. Spurting it up old ladies' <laughs> chops. <church. Yeah. laughs> for 20 years though. So I said he must have had a lorry load. S- Some yeah, women really do hold so a grudge, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she did massively. So, um, How <laughs> yeah. did you manage that though? That's a lot of it, isn't it?
3: Busy <laughs> and <laughs> also years like. To lift up all them old night dresses <laughs> <laughs> do
2: you think he watched the same I'd episode like... of CSI as um, the French fella did was it CSI oh NCIS,
3: I, N-C-I-S. Think he, I think he said yeah, yeah.
2: Jesus so I've given him that credit as well so I, I'm taking
1: that credit back because mm. I said he was clever for that but if he's just watched a television programme he ain't that clever
2: no we might have heard about Delroy Grant oh, that's a good idea mm. so yeah well I've enjoyed that thank you very much I've for coming on Kay oh, thank it.
3: you for having thank me on you different than Mm. talking to your husband about a load of shite. True.
2: (laughs) True. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you enjoyed that as much as we enjoyed making it. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.